0: the Wednesday edition. Gosh, the week is just flying by. As if it's on a jet plane. Edition. The Has anyone heard Jim Rutledge doing his worst John Denver on Rutledge and Hamilton yesterday? Leaving on a jet plane? If you haven't, can't recommend not listening enough edition. And the, whew, lots of goings on with the quarterback. He is still a Packer, as far as we know, at least for now, edition of Wildey and Tausch. On 94.5 ESPN Milwaukee, 100.5 ESPN Madison, 1430 ESPN Beaver Dam. ESPNWisconsin.com The ESPN app Your Alexa smart speaker And of course WisconsinOnDemand.com The Wisconsin On Demand app I'm Chase Wilde in Green Bay Jesse Nelson Is in the ESPN Madison Studios So is Maddie And so I believe Is the straw that stirs our Coors Light beverage he is the Packers Hall of Famer. He
1: is
2: Mark Tauscher. Tash, good morning. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. What? Uh, what do we think is going to happen today? I think.
0: The, I think Aaron Charles Rogers will contemplate. He will. I'm not making any darkness jokes. I think he. This is his life. He gets to consider. His options and everything he heard and digest what was said to him yesterday, the sales pitch, the expectations that will come with going to a team that hasn't been to the Super Bowl since Super Bowl three, that hasn't been to the playoffs since the year the Packers won the Super Bowl. will contemplate what it might be like to be hanging out on Madison Avenue and Broadway, and nothing will
2: happen today. That's what I think. What do you think? What do you think the pitch was? Uh, Woody Johnson flies out there with... uh, Yeah. Hack.
0: Robert Sala. Sala. Nathaniel Hackett. You may be familiar with some of his work.
2: Yeah. uh, And and the GM,
0: Joe Douglas.
2: So you're flying out your entire... It's everybody. Yeah, you're flying everybody out there. What is the sales pitch to him? The Packers don't want you. We do... We have all this young defensive talent. What's the sales pitch if you're those guys to Rodgers? Because right now, we still don't know if Aaron Rodgers wants to play football. We think we know, but we don't know. That's true. We don't know for certain. He obviously is intrigued enough to say, yeah, fly out here and I'll meet you. Take the meeting, right. So what's the pitch? If you're Woody Johnson, what's the pitch? Is that we're gonna get? You're gonna get your sixty million bucks. Like, what is it that you're trying to get done here? How are you gonna get it done? It can't just be Nathaniel Hackett. Can't be. No, no. It's it's. Look
0: at all of our young talent. We believe we are. But I don't like
2: young talent. I don't well, even like my three young wideouts. I, I I was. <laughs> I like old talent. <laughs> I was just about to ask. Did it also include?
0: And we'll add some of the old people that you want to have here, too, if you want. Like there's Randall Cobb, who had, per Ian Rappaport, ankle surgery a couple weeks ago. A cleanup, which, as you well know, in retirement, uh, you also want to be functional and be able to play pickleball and everything else. And he's younger than you. But you don't get your ankle cleaned out necessarily unless you at least want to have the option of playing football this year, right? He's only thirty-two.
2: Yeah, I mean, I don't think he's made any official decisions. We all think he's done, though. Uh, but can Aaron Rodgers say, "Hey,
0: you're a free agent"? Mercedes is a free agent. Haven't so you guys ever want to spend Rogers some time in New York to City? Run this
2: back in New York.
0: I don't know. I don't. I, I wasn't at the meeting. I was not. I, I, the closest I came was checking out
2: FlightAware, uh, which is a fascinating tool. Um, but beyond that, I is that what you anticipated when you got a journalism degree from the University of Wisconsin, that you're going to be checking out flight trackers? No, I did not. I did not. I don't think lo- I don't know if we have the Instagram technology. and Twitter to yeah. get your news. Is that what you thought was going to happen uh, back in the mid 90s? at No, the University as of a young,
0: idealistic sophomore at the University of Wisconsin. That was not what I was contemplating. Um, if you were them. What would be your biggest selling point to him? Because it is not to meet heads of state and spend
2: time at the United Nations. Yeah, I don't know. That's why I'm asking. I don't know. Listen, I am of the belief that for Aaron Rodgers, Green Bay is his best option. Can you sell Aaron that the New York Jets are closer to winning a championship than the Green Bay Packers? I can't. I don't think they can. There's one game difference in their records last year. Yeah, well, that it, that's what it is. And you could, I mean, the point's going to be we have these young wideouts. Well, so do we. We got this young defense with a bunch of studs. All right, you got Sauce. We got Jair. Okay? We got Kenny Clark. You got Quinn and Williams. Okay, we got Rashawn Gary. Okay? You know our system. I can surely sell the Green Bay Packers sales pitch much harder than than I can the New York Jets. Now, I could say, well, I have a GM that loves you and wants you, an ownership group that loves you and wants you, Uh huh. and I can't necessarily say that in Green Bay.
0: No, you cannot.
2: But when it just strictly comes down to playing football, I I don't know how the Jets are going to sell Aaron Rodgers on a better product than what he has in Green Bay. I just don't know if that is something that's doable. So good luck. Maybe it's the plane is sweet and yeah, I, Aaron's not going to care that you know the UN meets there. Oh, Correct. you can just go see uh, Kofi Annan and other UN people. <laughs> All right, great. So
0: is the biggest selling point making him feel loved and wanted and wooed and wined and dined and everything else, because the messaging he's getting from at least a portion of the leadership of the Green Bay Packers is, we don't want you anymore. We haven't flat out said it, but that's the vibe we are more than fine with you feeling. Because, again... All this stuff is floating in the ether, dating back to Bob McGinn and Disgusted. And what pushback has there been publicly of any kind from the Green Bay Pack? Did anyone ask
2: Goody about the Disgusted thing? Uh, I was here. I was not in Indianapolis. Yeah, I wonder if you know how you would react to that. I think you'd you'd say you didn't say it, but. You're right. That was, and that's why I thought when I said last Tuesday the end of an era, it feels like it because you don't allow that stuff. And these guys all know what's going on. They have Wallers and the people up there giving them the what's being said and what the media narratives are going to be. <laughs> and you don't address any of that. And you don't need to ask for the wait for the question either. No, you could just go and say, eat, "Listen, right, we're not disgusted." We This is a tricky situation. We don't know if Aaron's going to play. We don't know. We would love to have Aaron Rodgers back. Never heard that. Didn't hear that once. We heard the tricky situation. We heard the retirement. We heard he's got decisions to make. When we didn't hear that and we heard the other stuff, that's when I thought, uh-oh. Yeah, this might be happening. And nothing that has happened via different leaks has changed that opinion. Nothing.
0: And you don't have to go overboard in pushing back. But if you don't push back at all, it's hard not to wonder why you don't push back. That's just the reality of it. And so he said to McAfee a few weeks ago, I've never been a free agent, You know, after he had to clarify that he wasn't a free agent based on his behavior and his embracing of the various fan bases at Pebble Beach cheering him on. I do think that some of this is making him feel like the prettiest girl in the room that everyone wants to dance with. And he never was recruited very right? heavily. Right. So I do think that's part of it. The other thought that I had yesterday, and, and I, I, it, it's part of the, you used a good word yesterday when we were talking, dichotomy of this whole scenario. In the last 26 months plus, all three of Matt LaFleur's best friends in football, and again, where his relationship is with Kyle Shanahan, I don't know, because he was hating his guts at one point, but then he did that roundtable, which you and I both couldn't believe he did for Fox. But Sean McVay and the Rams inquired about Rodgers' trade availability in January of 2021 after the 2020 season. Then Kyle Shanahan, allegedly, and the 49ers tried to tamper with him throughout the 2021 offseason. And now Robert Sala, along with Woody Johnson, who, as my buddy Mike points out, uh, is the heir... I know he doesn't run the day-to-day operations of Johnson & Johnson who produced the vaccine, but there is some folks that have taken some delight in the irony of Aaron Rodgers and Johnson & Johnson being connected. Now you've got Robert Sala on an airplane going to woo Aaron Rodgers to come to New York.
2: What is Matt LaFleur thinking as he watches all this unfold? I actually have been wondering that. I think he's probably not happy.
0: All my guys want my guy, but my GM doesn't want my guy, and I still want my guy.
2: That's what I'm wondering if he's thinking. I don't know. Does Matt LaFleur want him? I don't know the answer to that.
0: I think there are fans, and I saw a lot of people respond to this yesterday, who think he's excited to have a quarterback who's lower maintenance and is going to do what he asks.
2: Mm, Be careful what you wish for.
0: And I would push back on that and say... He would have a quarterback who's going to run his offense the way he wants and do what he says and not throw him under the bus publicly, but isn't probably as good as the guy that he has to deal with on all those other things. There's
2: no doubt Aaron Rodgers would be a better quarterback than Jordan Love next year. Everybody agrees with that, but it's not a zero-sum game. There is money that's in play. There's attitude. There's the direction moving forward. There's all of those things, and do I think that Matt LaFleur is excited to kind of recapture what his initial offense was going to look like, sure. But there's a reason Sean McVay wanted Aaron Rodgers. Kyle Shanahan wanted Aaron Rodgers. Robert Sala wants Aaron Rodgers. It's because he's really good. And they all understand that, yes, scheme is great, offense is great, all that stuff's great. Great players are better. My guys, not the X's and O's, it's the Jimmy's and the Joe's. That's what this comes down to. And the question is, and why I think people are so willingly saying, well, let's just move forward, is because of the season that you just had. Right. And not taking into account injury and some of the other things. Which is fine. You can do that. I think Matt LaFleur knows better. And I think he's been very quiet for a reason. I don't know if he is going to he is going to be a good company guy if they trade Aaron Rodgers i don't i can't imagine all of that groveling and everything that he's done over the last 3 years i can't imagine his mind set has shifted to that degree i can't you could tell me otherwise but my guess is he is still all aboard the Aaron Rodgers component of this train and everybody else is kind of saying well, it's time to move on and Matt, we want you with us, but I don't think there's obviously a unified frontier, not yet, because there's too much uncertainty to do that.
0: I don't know what he'll say if and when he speaks. I think the next time that Matt LaFleur would be expected to talk would be at the NFL meetings in a couple of weeks in Phoenix. So he has not spoken publicly, he has not returned any text messages, for me anyway. I don't know what he thinks and is feeling right now. But I would love to know the truth, like the Coors Lights on the Table truth from him, and get a window into what he is thinking without any shrink wrap covering it.
2: Yeah, we don't want shrink wrap on there, we don't want that saran wrap, that insulated treatment. That's what a lot of folks do. You know what, it is time to call... Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin, if you're still holding out hope, saran wrap in your windows to try to keep that energy savings in. The beauty of getting new windows and doors from Pella is that they're able to customize to match your unique home decor. They'll paint them, they'll stain them, they'll leave them bare. Whatever you decide looks best. And right now you can get 0% financing for up to four years. Certain restrictions do apply. This offer ends on the 31st of March this year. Visit PellaWI.com today to learn more. Is it unbelievable
0: to you that we are talking about a Packers quarterback and a future Pro Football Hall of Famer and the New York Jets again? You were a player the first time that this dalliance occurred. What are the parallels, and which of these has been more exhausting to you as a Packers fan? We'll explore that. Next, it's Wilde and Tausch. You're listening to Wilde and Tausch on 94.5 ESPN. Presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin and sponsored by American Family Insurance.
1: the way you passed There was something in your eyes and it wasn't right You know, I don't know if this situation is completely analogous. Obviously, there are some... Overlaps, but um, I think for me the biggest thing in this one, guys, is I really would want to make sure that I was having Aaron Rodgers for more than one year.
0: That is Mike Tannenbaum, the former New York Jets general manager who traded for Brett Favre in August of 2008. He joined us yesterday. If you missed that conversation, you can catch that and everything that we discussed on WisconsinOnDemand.com on the Wisconsin On Demand app, presented by Group Law Offices. One call, that's all. Thanks to David and his team for supporting the show and for supporting Wisconsin On Demand. Group Law Offices, one call, that's all. Is it not... Uh, it's more than coincidence. It's creepy, crazy, weird. How is it, of all the... Other 31 NFL teams that 15 years later, another Packers future Pro Football Hall of Fame quarterback could be headed to Broadway just like Brett Favre was.
2: Well, the old saying goes, history repeats itself. I think that obviously is in play here, but it is crazy. And the Jets kind of snuck in last time, and Tannenbaum worked, as he said yesterday, three or four weeks to kind of get Brett to come around on the idea of coming to New York. I think Aaron fits that model better. I think he would probably enjoy New York more than Brett did because, you know, Brett loved the outdoors and hunting and fishing and all that good stuff. But it is crazy to think that that scenario played out with Mark Murphy in charge. And it looks like the he is going to bookend his career as the president of this team with quarterback transitions that we'll see. Maybe this one will go smoother. The last one they were correct on. This one, I don't think he'll know when he walks out of those doors to leave as president. It's a little
0: hard for you to answer because you were on the field playing You played with Brett Favre, and then you were there at training camp working on your craft amid the ridiculousness that we saw that summer. I mean, the we want Brett chance, the booing Aaron Rodgers, the kids swearing at him as he punched in his code to get into the players' parking lot, fans booing him on family nights. But which of these has been more, now that you are in the new media, you're not old media, you're new media, which has been more annoying, bothersome, unenjoyable for you when you try to compare
2: the two? I mean, I think just because the sheer magnitude of media now, this is more. Uh, and And when Brett was going through his deal year in and year out, I didn't pay as much attention. I mean, obviously it was a big part of my life, understanding who was going to be the quarterback and who was going to give us a chance to win and all that stuff, but I just didn't focus on it. And now doing a show on a daily basis, you have to kind of stay up to date. So this has been more annoying, but I don't really look at it as being annoying. I look at this as this is the business of the NFL. This is how this whole thing works, and the fact that, the draft pick of Jordan Love has sparked this whole thing. You did not hear. For as much as we want to say Brett continued to threaten to retire, to ponder retirement, I never heard that until after the Jordan Love pick. When did you ever hear Aaron Rodgers was saying he's going to play till he's 40? Correct. Uh, you never heard any of it. And then he plays that year. He obviously wasn't happy that Jordan was drafted. And then all of this has started. So, it does make you, from a player standpoint, when they draft your replacement, your football mortality starts coming to you quicker. That, I believe, is what happened. I don't know. Would Aaron Rodgers still be doing all of this if Jordan Love wasn't waiting in the wings? I don't know. My hunch is No. I don't believe that would be the case. Now, does that mean Green Bay shouldn't draft a quarterback? No, that's not what that means. I'm just telling you, this whole thing has been spurred on by that. Whereas Brett, I think, was worn out, was sick of seeing his buddies leave, and was just beaten down. Even before Rodgers yes, was picked. before Rodgers was picked. They picked Rodgers because Aaron or Brett kept saying that he may retire. Right. So this scenario, I think, to me, is more... I don't want to say it's annoying. It's just more frustrating. Ir- frus- but I'm not. But the problem is I'm not frustrated by it. I want an answer. I understand why Packer fans are frustrated, but this is strictly... There's just more media and more access, and that's what makes this more annoying to fans than what it was back in the summer of 08.
0: See, and I look at the totality of it, and after the loss in... The playoff game to Atlanta and Michael Vick. Favre doesn't talk after that loss. There is some reporting that he is not sure if he wants to keep playing. He dispels that somewhat quickly, but that was the first year, 2002. That was long before 2005 and the selection of Rodgers. Now... 03, you lose in Philly. And as I've said before, I go to the Super Bowl and the Snickers Hungriest Player press conference. And I talked to Brett afterward. And he still hadn't decided if he was going to play in 04 after that. Took him a while longer. And then we had 04. Then we had 05. Then Rodgers was drafted. Then we had 05. Then we had 06. So the length of retirement contemplation far longer. So my exhaustion was greater then.
2: And you were debating on getting, or you? Debating on getting married and all that good stuff too. I so I
0: debating
2: <laughs> or pondering.
0: <laughs> I I guess my part of this as because of what you just said, not about me debating getting married, um, about how this all really began with the love pick is I would love to know in an alternate universe if they just get Brandon Iuk or they just get T. Higgins, what do the last three years look like?
2: Well, you're never going to know that. So. I, I know.
0: But you have made the point before that the selection of love... Started the clock. Also lit the fire of Chip on Your Shoulder Rogers... And resulted in two MVP seasons that we're not sure he has without it. So there's all kinds of different pieces to the web that I wonder about that pick. But the bottom line is, he was talking about playing into his 40s
2: before that pick. And I think that pick slapped reality in the face for him. And I don't think he ever thought, you know, because players always say, and Favre said this all the time, Joe Montana got traded. Correct. And they always will say that to kind of brace for the blow, but none of those guys thought they were going to get traded. Brett Favre in 2000, you think he thought when he signed a 10-year deal with the Packers, you think he thought he was going to get traded? He didn't. No. And then when it happens, it slaps you in the face. And then you have to start reexamining everything. This happens to every player. You are a bright-eyed rookie, and you think, just, it's just awesome to be here. Then you get to your second and third year, and still, what, great, great, great. Then all of a sudden, your best buddy gets cut. And your boys start leaving. And all of a sudden, it stops being, oh, this is just a fun game. This now You now realize what you're in. And there's still a ton of great things, but... It makes you look at things differently. That draft pick, Aaron was flying high. Was he irritating to Goody? Obviously he was. They draft Jordan Love, and all of a sudden, he's with his finger of scotch and everything else. That now is gone, and now it's more personal for him. He takes it that way, and that has changed. I think a big part of Aaron changed that night. And we're seeing some of that, you know, with all of the things he's doing and how he's approaching his craft. And that's and I don't blame him. That is where the reality. The problem is, it's great having Hall of Fame quarterbacks. Great the run from oh9 till last year. It was fantastic. These things end. And there's no good ending. John Elway walked off. And then the Broncos stunk until Peyton came. You want the storybook Super Bowl ending and then reload. That's what you hope for, and then you hope and Aaron Rodgers falls in your lap. That was 13 years later when Aaron Rodgers won a Super Bowl from the time Brett did. This is where we're at, and it is never going to be clean and crisp. This is the reality of having a great player and wanting to play, and there are more things that come with that and we're seeing it play out again. So the odds of it playing out again were always going to be pretty high. The odds of it being that it's the same team, those
0: odds probably weren't very good. Now my next question, which we'll address next. What are the odds that it ends up being as acrimonious as it was the last time? What are the odds that it gets that ugly? Because when the jets are flying out to california and you feel this momentum you're thinking wow this is just it's gonna be done in a couple days he's gonna be a jet they won't be able to officially make the trade until the new league year starts but it'll all be done It ain't that easy i'm not sure it's that easy what is easy is associated banks access checking you get the best customer service in the industry and you get the convenience of a checking account that you can manage entirely online. No paper statements. No ledgers. None of that. You can just do it all online with the access checking from Associated Bank. It's free of monthly maintenance fees and balance minimums as well. So you've got this just like Associated Bank has you with access checking. Learn more online at AssociatedBank.com slash checking. Will this get as ugly as it did the last time the Green Bay Packers wound up trading their superstar quarterback to the New York Jets? We'll talk about it next. It's Wilde and Tausch. Oh, snap!
1: Will and Touch trivia contestants are competing to win crispy, fresh, delicious snacks from Oh, Snap Pickling Company. When not just any snack will do. Experience Oh, Snap Pickled Veggies.
0: I got swept up in the momentum of Aaron Rodgers to the Jets. Tracking flights and who's on the plane, and oh, they're going to have dinner. And it's—I did not stay up till 1:30 a.m. Central Time to find out that the Jets plane had taken off from LAX to head back to New York. Uh, I, I did call it a night earlier than that. But there was a time yesterday when I was wondering... they
2: fly out of LaGuardia or JFK? Uh, Teterboro. Oh, okay. I
0: don't know. Long, Long I Island.
2: I have no idea.
0: But Adam Schefter well, what were you morning,
2: tra- What were you tracking then? Where did they fly out of? You just don't you still know?
0: Uh, I did not track where they flew out of. I, jo- joi- I joined the search party after they were in the air. <laughs> but Adam Schefter... On your favorite program, your informative program, Good Morning America, I mean, get up. Discussed with Greeny, Super Jets fan, what this meeting would have entailed. Here's Adam Schefter explaining that this morning on Get Up.
3: Well, this is a situation, Greeny, where I think the Jets officials, other than Nathaniel Hackett, didn't know Aaron Rodgers and he didn't know them. So this was part of a get-to-know-you session, in part. Also part for Aaron Rodgers to hear what the Jets organization is about. Maybe they could have brought you on that trip, Greeny, to help sell it. But they need to explain to him exactly what he would be stepping into, what the personnel is like, how their philosophies are. And again, I think Aaron Rodgers still ultimately has to make the decision about whether or not he's going to play. Now, I think the most likely options for Aaron Rodgers at this time are that, number one, he decides he wants to play for the New York Jets, in which case he would go to the Green Bay Packers and say, I would like to be traded to the New York Jets. He still could retire. There was a school of thought this week, as recently as this week, that that was still a primary consideration on the table. So I'm sure part of yesterday's talks were explaining how it would be in New York so that Aaron Rodgers wouldn't retire. And of all the options that he's now considering, he always could go back to Green Bay, but it's increasingly likely and looking like Jordan Love is going to be the quarterback for the Packers in 2023. So these are all factors that Aaron Rodgers has to sit down and mull and decide and then come to a decision about what he wants to do. And once he knows that, then he can convey that to the Packers, he could talk to the Jets, he could basically work with the Jets to try to get a trade done. There's a lot that's going on there right now, and that's why the Jets flew out yesterday to sit down with Aaron Rodgers, to talk to him, to give him their side of the story.
0: So if that's what that was like, and again, Adam wasn't on the trip, but I'm sure he's got folks with the Jets who have described it that way to him, does that mean we've still got some time
2: before this comes to a conclusion? Well, what do you mean by time? I, he's got till Monday. To me, Monday is the, kind of the drop-dead date. That's when tampering, legal tampering starts. And I would be shocked if there's not a resolution by the end of the week. Well, so here's
0: why I ask this. The Jets want an answer. The Packers want an answer. Does this eliminate the possibility of something we talked about earlier in the week, which is Rodgers fake retiring, Mm -hmm. and then changing, air quotes, changing his mind like Brett Favre once did. Because Brett Favre got traded to the Jets not in March of 2008, but in August of 2008.
2: Yeah, and this contract, the way it's set up, and Jason, you read a lot more of that than I do, that roster bonus, or there's a big bonus due in late July early August correct?
0: starts no it's it's start the window opens on March 17th for that option bonus of 58.3 million it closes the week of the
2: opener and Aaron it is not a team option this is an Aaron Rodgers option uh, the the option is the
0: Packers option but as soon as they exercise it obviously they're committed to paying that And then, if they were to then decide they don't want him anymore this year, they would have a $99 million cap hit before June 1st.
2: So, June 2nd comes. So, they could realistically, June 2nd, say, We're done. We're not paying you. And spread that out, and it would be 40 something the next two years. Right? Well, they'd be paying him, and then they'd cut him? No, they wouldn't pay him. They'd say, We're going to pass on the option. Like, I thought it was Aaron Rodgers' option to, to roll with. That gives Green Bay more say in this because something else Schefter said on uh, Get Up this morning I thought was really interesting. And that is how much compensation the Jets are going to give because you have now, when you allowed the Jets to fly out and meet with Aaron Rodgers, you have in essence told Aaron, we're okay without you. That is a humbling thing. No doubt. So now the Jets can say, well, we're the only player in town. Uh, there's nobody else offering you guys anything. We'll give you a third-round pick. And the Packers are like, no, we want your first. And they say, no, we're not going to give you the first. And then you could come back, and what Schefter said was, what happens when they give the permission to ch- uh, talk, they work this out, and then Aaron Rodgers decides he wants to play, but the Packers won't take the compensation the Jets have. So Aaron's like, oh, I'm coming back. And then what he said was, well, then Jordan Love could be an option to go to the Jets because Jordan Love is not going to like to hear this. So you're going to end up pissing off both quarterbacks by doing this. And that's why once you – and again, I look at last Tuesday as the watershed day. I know. Because of what was not said. What was not said is now played out. And again, don't worry about what people say. Worry about what they do. They allowed another franchise to go woo Aaron Rodgers. Once that happens, Aaron's mind is probably like, a deuce is B. I don't need this. Maybe it's a different finger gesture. And so then if that compensation isn't, and Aaron is not going to pass on 60 mil. You are now creating, you are kind of hitching your wagon here, and I am assuming there is some type of parameters in play that the Jets are willing to go and the Packers would be willing to accept. But the hay is in the barn, and there's not a lot going back. I don't know where Green Bay can go because Aaron could come back and say, I want to play for Green Bay. What are the Packers going to do with that? Where's Aaron's head going to be? If you thought he was not a great leader last year, where do you think he's going to be now that he doesn't think leadership wants him? So this is my question: Do you still think it could get as ugly as it did in 08? Oh, I think it get a lot uglier. Do you think it will? I I could see this scenario where Rogers helicopters in, not airplanes in. Oh, sure. Right on Hudson, right over by the Don Hudson Center. Lance drop that Hinkle bad Hinkle boy fields. down on Clark Hankel walks out like, what up, let's go, and it just being a whole hot mess. And I think this time around the Packer fans would be booing Rodgers getting out of the helicopter. That's the difference. But, yes, this is complicated. When you're dealing with this kind of money and where these guys are at, it's going to be complicated. It's going to be messy. And while Aaron had said on the last time he was on McAfee that they're going to be professional, I hope that's what happens. And if it does, it will happen in the next three or four days. If nothing happens in the next five days, there's nowhere to go but ugly. It's only going to get uglier. You're not going to put the genie back in the bottle and say, okay, well, let's refresh this. It's going to get worse. And Rogers with the option bonus and how that plays, it could make the Packers' lives really miserable. Correct. And that's why trying to figure this out, when you decided to fly, allow the Jets people to fly out there, you have basically said, this is the direction we're going in.
0: Given the number of you as fans who responded that you would be disappointed to our poll question if Rodgers came back, how are you feeling right now? 844-770-3776. Eight four four seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six. 3776 Are you? Because I'll be honest, based on the social media responses that I saw, there are a lot of people that are excited that think this is going to be done very soon. And Rodgers will be a jet. And, and I can't believe I'm using this phrase. The Packers will have rid themselves of Aaron Rodgers. There was a lot of excitement about that. I'm not so sure.
2: It's early March. It's early and
0: March. Tausch is right. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, because that's that kind of three-day window. The league year opens a week from today, so next Wednesday is when it officially begins. But, yeah, it could all be done by then. But there's a chance that it's not. There's a chance that this does get acrimonious. And as a Packers fan, are you worried about that? Is it copacetic right now? Uh, No, but I think as you put it which was better than i just did it can get a whole lot uglier it ain't it ain't pretty now and your point about letting the jets fly to california and basically go out on a date with your quarterback while he is still technically married to your team tells you a lot
2: tells you everything 844-770-3776
0: I I I don't know this for certain but this all feels too easy. It feels too clean and simple to me. For a guy who's been referred to as a complicated fella more next. It's Wildean Tausch. You're listening to Wildean Tausch on 94.5 ESPN. Missed any of the show? Find us on Wisconsin On Demand wherever you get your podcasts. It's free, it's everywhere, and it's for you.
3: I'm just riding the
0: Let's get to your calls. 844-770-3776. Let's begin with Mike in Pewaukee. Mike, good morning. Welcome to William Tausch. How are you, buddy?
1: Good morning, gentlemen. I have got a scenario for you that I really haven't heard yet, and, Mark, hopefully I can get you riled up. Ooh, I like it. I'd like to take Aaron Rodgers to the Jets. Done deal. They may have to work on some money compensation, Um, but whatever it takes, I want to walk out of there with a first, maybe first and a kicker. And i mean another player we'll take that first and i want to take our 15th pick and i want to walk in and stick it on eric costa's desk and say let's talk we go over to lamar and say listen you don't get everything you asked for but we'll give you what you want and we'll go in there with maybe a better offer than baltimore has and we can walk out with lamar jackson who would be a good six-year ten-year player for the packers in our system and take Jordan, Love, well, and we could trade him back to Baltimore or Atlanta, somewhere else, and we can probably get a second or better for him. And so I think long-term for Packers, that would actually be a better deal because we have an actual proven commodity than a potential proven commodity.
2: Hey, I love the bold thoughts. I love unique Those hypotheticals. It was good. I don't want any part of what uh, Mike just said, though for a couple of reasons. Wow. Uh, Lamar Jackson has been hurt the last couple of years. Packer fans are frustrated about Aaron Rodgers' playoff performances, right? Everybody's frustrated. Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens stunk when they were the one seed. They got blown out at home. Lamar Jackson is a freak athlete. He is a he causes nightmares for teams. He, his running ability, you know, he is a better thrower of the football than people give him credit for. But I don't know how much, how many teams are going to be all in getting Lamar Jackson. We've already seen, whether it's collusion or not, we've already seen a ton of teams say they don't want him. Teams that don't even have a quarterback. Right. Because they have to give up picks. I think the Green Bay Packers have to give Jordan Love a chance at this point. And if Lamar Jackson. You don't want to give up two firsts to get him. Uh, You don't want to have to pay him an exorbitant amount of money, which is what it's going to take to get him. So for as much as I love the concept and the idea and the... Creativity. Yes, I love all of that from Mike. A hard pass from old T on this
0: one. I also find myself wondering, and I understand he has to protect his interests, but Sammy Watkins
2: who oh, we're not bringing Sammy Watkins
0: back, is, is a little oh, bit of a loose-lips-sink-ships guy telling us about the hand signals, etc., etc., uh, I think probably voiced the feeling that there were a bunch of Ravens players feeling when they had a playoff team and a knee injury that did not appear to be severe kept him out for the rest of the of the season including their playoff game that is at least in some way connected to how ugly this is starting to get in baltimore whether he was protecting his own interests or seriously injured or whatever else but as you well know uh... players do not like players not playing if they think they can
2: for sure Um I also think there's a component, and you heard the Ravens say this after Deshaun Watson got a fully guaranteed deal that they weren't going to do that. Right. And Lamar Jackson saying, I want the same deal that Deshaun Watson got. Why wouldn't I? I didn't have 30 women uh, accuse me of things. I didn't sit out for two years. Correct. Lamar Jackson's a better football player than Deshaun Watson. No doubt. So he should ask for that. Now, is he going to get it? It He hasn't yet buyer beware when it comes to quarterbacks bring your own bewareness the cam newtons the the guys that rely a lot more on their legs you have to be careful when you're getting into now. lamar's only 26 i would be ride feel great with lamar jackson for two or three more years if i'm the ravens i think that's what's going to end up happening they're going to play it out year by year and we shall see uh, from a Packer fan standpoint, I am much more interested in seeing where Jordan Love's at, development-wise, not giving up a bunch of picks and paying a ton of money. I want to see. I have two years to see where Jordan Love is, and if he's not, I can reset and let Aiden, whatever his name is from Purdue that Jesse wants, uh, come in and take over.
0: Yeah, the statue. O'Connell.
2: Uh, Get Lamar Jackson and O'Connell. Just that's that Polar opposite, Complete yeah. opposites. Maybe
0: you can get them both on the field at the same time. No one knows who's throwing it. Uh, we've got more calls, and Jesse has been inundated with texts. So if you're on hold, stay there. We'll get to you to kick off the 10 o'clock hour. But first, got to take a moment and chill for two minutes with our cold blue mountains.
2: Uh, of course, light brewed with a three-step cold. Processed cold, lager cold, filtered, and it's cold packaged, so we just made it to chill. And make sure those mountains, it's getting beautiful out. It's mid-40s in March. How beautiful is that? Huh? That's what we're all looking for, and we always want to have a cold-activated bottling can and make sure those mountains are blue. That's when you know it is chilled to perfection. So there was Coors Light in my hand. When I need a moment to chill, celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado.
0: The 10 o'clock hour begins with your calls and texts, 844-770-3776, and it starts in two minutes. It's Will Dean Tausch.